0: Alright, right, that last example that we did finding the equation of a tangent line is different from one that's in the book. So if you'd like more practice looking at writing the equation of a tangent line using the shortcut of the derivative, then please look in the book because there's another example of it. Now, this next example is exactly what's in the book, and I want to go through it because it's a little different from anything that we've done so far. There are really three parts to this. The first says Find the equation of the line tangent to y equals 6x to the 2 thirds at the point 8 comma 24. So that x is 8, y is 24. After you've done that, it says find the exact value of y at x equals 9 on the curve and on the tangent line. That'll make more sense when we look at the graph, as will the last part, which says find the error and percent error that you have by using the straight line approximation. Now we're going to be revisiting this idea of approximating the value of the curve using a tangent line and this thing called error and percent error in the future. But I think it's in here in the book because it's an interesting application and it shows you why we're using tangent lines in one example, one way that we can use a tangent line. And it helps us to practice what we're learning. So the first part should look familiar. Find the equation of the line tangent to y equals 6x to the two-thirds at the point 8 comma 24. And when we do that we need to remember y minus y1 equals m times x minus x1. And if we're feeling daunted by this long problem we can at least start with that. And when you're on the test, at least you can start with y minus y1 equals m times x minus x1. And then that might trigger your memory that we need m and we need x1 and y1. This time, they gave us y1. y1 is 24. So what we really need to worry about is finding m. m is the derivative, dy dx, such that x equals, in this case, 8. So let's find dy dx first, and then we'll plug in x equals 8 when we do that. So dy dx is, well, the function itself, maybe I should write that again, 6x to the 2 thirds. So when I differentiate it, I have six times two thirds, bringing the two thirds down in front and multiplying x to the two thirds minus one. So when we simplify, dy dx is six over one times two over three. You can actually cancel, and you have four x to the two thirds minus one negative one third. So dy dx is 4 over x to the one-third, which is 4 over the cube root of x. Now, it's nice that we've written dy dx in this form because what we need to do is find dy dx such that x equals 8. So when it's in that nice cube root form, it's much easier to do that. 4 over the cube root of... 8 is 4 over 2, which is 2. So all of that, just to get that the slope of the tangent line when x is 8 is 2. So our slope is 2. They gave us the point. So we have y minus y1, y minus 24, is 2 times x minus x1. x1 is 8. And so y minus 24 equals 2x minus 16 or y equals 2x. When you add 24 to negative 16, you get positive 8. So y is 2x plus 8. That's our equation. That's the first part. The equation of the tangent line is 2x plus 8 now the next thing we need to do is to find the exact value of y at x equals nine on the curve and on the tangent line so in order to do that let's take a minute get out your graphing calculators and sketch well you don't have to sketch it but just find the graph of y equals six times x to the two-thirds look at the graph and you can actually find the value of y on the graph at x equals nine do you remember how to do that? so take a minute sketch the graph on your calculator and then find the value of y when x equals nine and then come back and we'll look at the graph on the board alright did you have a little trouble getting the window you might have noticed that it's a very steep graph very quickly so i've written on here my scale really if you go up to fifty on your maximum y and your minimum y could just be negative ten whatever you want just enough to see it's always positive or zero so you can really just go up to fifty And you'll see that the graph looks kind of like this, kind of like how people draw easy seagulls or something. So this is the graph of 6x to the 2 thirds power. And if you go to math value, remember F5, which is math. And then the very first choice is value. And then you plug in 9 for x and hit Enter. It'll take you over here. To X equals 9, Y equals 25.9605, if memory serves. 25.9605 is the actual point on the graph when X equals 9. Now, if you'd like to put in your tangent line on your calculator, you can do that as well. And you see that at the tangent line, that was at X equals 8. So the tangent line, I'm exaggerating it. It might look something like this. And so when x is 8, you have this tangent line. And when x is 9, you're at the black point here on the curve. Now, the next question, by the way, does this look like a y-intercept of x equals 8 with a slope of 2? Slope 2, y-intercept x equals 8. At a scale of 50, it could be, right? So the, the tangent line does seem to fit this graph at X equals 8. So here's our tangent line. Here's the exact value of Y when X is 9 on the curve. The next question was also to find the exact exact value of Y on the tangent line. So the exact value of Y on the tangent line would be corresponding to that purple point right there. When X is 9, what is Y on the tangent line? Well, can we figure that out algebraically? We can, we, if you want, you can enter the tangent line formula on your calculator and use value, but it might even be easier to just do it algebraically because we have the equation of the tangent line right here. If x is 9, we plug that into the formula for, for y. y equals 2 times 9 plus 8 is the formula for this line. So when your input is 9, your output is 18 plus 8, which is? 26. So y is 26 when x is 9 on the line. So we have two different y values. We have 26 on the line and we have 25.9605 on the graph. So you can see that they're both if you round up the 25.9605 you definitely are very close to 26 already, aren't you? So there's a very slight difference between the y-value on the tangent line and the y-value on the curve. Now here's the question, this is why we're doing this. Which one was easier to find? Was it easier to find the 25.9605, and especially remember you used your calculator, or even with the calculator, was it really easier to find the 26 off the equation of the line? And the answer for me is it was much easier to get the y equals 26 off the tangent line than it was, even with my calculator, to get the y equals 25.9605 on the graph. So this is one application, especially, think, historically, before we had calculators, as they were developing the calculus, they discovered that the tangent line represents the curve for values near the point of tangency. Can we see how close the tangent line, and I even exaggerated this so we could see it, the tangent line is very close to the graph near the point of tangency. And so if you pick an x value nearby, say one more, h is 1, then you're not going to be too far off from the actual y value on the curve if you use the y value on the tangent line instead. So the y value on the tangent line for for points close to the point of tangency will give you good approximations of the actual y value on the curve. So we're going to talk more in the future about the actual value and the approximate value using the tangent line approximation. But you can see from the graph that they're pretty close, and you can see numerically that they're very close. And we're going to talk about the actual numerical error in just a second. But I just want to point out one more thing. Can you see how your approximation is very very good for points close to the points of tangency, point of tangency? Your approximation on the tangent line is very good at approximating the value of y on the curve when you're very near the point of tangency on the x values. Point of tangency is 8, the x value is 9. As the x values get farther away from the point of tangency, can you see that in general, depending on the curve, in general, your tangent line approximation is not as good as you get further away from the point of tangency. So that's why it's important to notice how close we are. Alright, so let's talk about the error and the percent error. The error is just how far off you are using the approximation compared to what you get if you actually know the actual Y value on the curve. So if our approximation is 26 and our actual y-value is 25.9605, can you take a guess at what you think the error is in the measurement in the approximation? The error is just the difference between the two y-values. It's 20, and, and actually we take the absolute value. So the error is the absolute value of 26 minus 25. 0.9605 or you could take the other difference as well and so the difference between 26 and 25.9605 is 0.0395 if you take 26 minus that you get 0.0395 and that's our error in in approximating the Y value Now the percent error is a little different and to understand the percent error it might make sense to look at a different example first, an easier example. So I'm going to erase all of this and come back and we'll talk about percent error.